Well, let's do some fun comedy clips for the rest of the program, and I don't think we can do any better than to start with the immortal Rodney Dangerfield. I'm a bad lover. You're kidding. Very bad lover. You know, I caught a peeping Tom booing me. Now, but some guys, they do anything to get girls. I was trying to get girls, so I was taking my dog for a walk. And I figured some girls say, oh, what a cute dog. But before you start talking, you get the girl. Didn't work out. My dog is too smart, you know. He was using me to go for dogs. I tell you, I can't relax, you know. Like the other night, I felt like having a few drinks. I went over to the bartender and said, surprise me. He showed me a naked picture of my wife. My wife, I got no sex life either. She cut me down once a month. Oh, I'm lucky. Two guys I know she cut out completely. I met one of the guys. I told him, who told you you could fool around my wife? He said, everybody. My wife, well, last night she told me she wants to have sex in the backseat of the car and she wants me to drive. The immortal Rodney, he is missed. All right, now if we're going to talk classic comedy bits, and I think we ought to today, there's none more classic than Abbott and Costello's legendary Who's On First. Well, Costello, I'm going to New York with you. You know, Bucky Harris, the Yanks manager, gave me a job as coach for as long as you're on the team. Look, Abbott. If you're the coach, you must know all the players. I certainly do. Well, you know, I, mean, I never met the guys, so you'll have to tell me their names, and then I'll know who's playing on the team. Oh, I'll, I'll tell you their names, but you know, strange it may seem, they give these ball players nowadays very peculiar names. You mean funny names? Strange names, pet names, like Dizzy Dean and... His brother Daffy. Daffy Dean. I'm their French cousin. French? Gouffet. Gouffet Dean. Oh, I see. Well, let's see. We have on the bags, we have who's on first, what's on second, I don't know who's on third. That's what I want to find I out. I say, who's on first, what's on second, I don't know who's on third. Are you the manager? Yes. You're going to be the coach, too? Yes. And you know the fellow's name? Well, I should. Well, then who's on first? Yes. I mean, the fellow's name. Who? The guy on first. Who? The first baseman. Who? The guy playing first. Who is on first? I'm asking you who's on first. That's the man's name. That's whose name? Yes. Well, go ahead and tell me. That's it. That's who? Yes. <laughs> Look, you got a first baseman. Certainly. Who's playing first? That's right. When you pay off the first baseman every month, who gets the money? Every dollar of it. <laughs> All I'm trying to find out is the fellow's name on first base. Who? The guy that gets the That's money. That's it. Who gets the money on he first base? He does, every dollar. Sometimes his wife comes down and collects it. Who's what? Yes. <laughs> What's wrong with that? Look, all I want to know is when you sign up the first baseman, how does he sign his name to the Who? contract? The guy. Who? How does he sign his That's name? That's how he signs it. Who? Yes. <laughs> all I'm trying to find out is what's the guy's name on first base? No, what is on second base? I'm not asking you who's on second. Who's on first? One base at a time. Well, don't change the players. Right? I'm not changing nobody. Take it easy, buddy. I'm only asking you who's the guy on first base? That's right. Okay. All right. <laughs> Name on first base. No, what is on second? I'm not asking you who's on who's second. Who's on first? I don't know. Oh, he's on third. We're not talking about him. Now, let's begin. Now, how did I get on third base? Why, you mentioned his name. If I mentioned a third baseman's name, who did I say is playing third? No, who's playing first? What's on first? What's on second? I don't know. He's on third. There I go, back on third again. <laughs> Now, who's playing third base? Why do you insist on putting who on third base? What am I putting on third? Uh, what is on second? You don't want who on second? Who is on first? I don't know. Third, third base? base. <laughs> Look, you got outfield? Sure. The left fielder's name. Why? I just thought I'd ask. Well, I just thought I'd tell you. Then tell me who's playing left field. Who is playing first? I'm not. Stay out of the infield. <laughs> What's the guy's name in left field? No, what is on second? I'm not asking you who's on who's second. Who's on first? I don't know. Third, Third base. base. <laughs> and the left fielder's name? 
time? Why? Because. Oh, he's center field. Me, this kid. Look, 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 look. You got a pitcher on a team? Sure. The pitcher's name? Tomorrow. You don't want to tell me today? I'm telling you, then man. Go ahead. Tomorrow. What time? What time what? What time tomorrow? You're going to tell me who's pitching. Now, listen, who is not pitching? I'll who break is... your arm, you say. Who's on first? <laughs> I want to know what's the pitcher's name. What's on second? I don't know. Third base. <laughs> Certainly. The catcher's name. Today. Today. And Kamar's pitcher. Now you've got it. All we got is a couple of days on the team. <laughs> you know, I'm a catcher too. So they tell me. I get behind the plate, do some fancy catching. Kamar's pitching on my team, and a heavy hitter gets up. Yes. Now, the heavy hitter bunched the ball. When he bunched the ball, me being a good catcher, I want to throw the guy out of first base, so I pick up the ball and throw it to who? Now, that's the first thing you've said right. I don't even know what I'm talking about. <laughs> well, that's all you have to do. Just to throw the ball at first base. Yes. Now, who's got it? Naturally. <laughs> Throw the ball to first base. Somebody's got to get it. Now, who has it? Naturally. Who? Naturally. Naturally? Naturally. So I pick up the ball and I throw it to naturally. No, you don't. You throw the ball to who? Naturally. That's different. That's what I said. You're not saying that. I throw the ball to naturally. You throw it to who? Naturally. That's it. That's what I said. Listen, you ask me. I throw the ball to who? Naturally. Now, you ask me. You throw the ball to who? Naturally. That's it. Same as you. <laughs> don't change them around. Same as you. I throw the ball to who? Whoever it is drops the ball and the guy runs a second. Yes. Who picks up the ball and throws it to what? What throws it to I don't know? I don't know, throws it back to tomorrow. Triple play. Yes. Another guy gets up and it's a long fly ball to be caused. Why? I don't know. He's on third and I don't give a darn. Well, what? I said I don't give a darn. Oh, that's our shortstop. How many? Great comedy about America's pastime, sort of. We would be remiss if we did not have at least one British entry in today's collection of comedy classics. So let's uh, let's go to Monty Python for their famous argument clinic. Uh, I'd like to have an argument, please. Certainly, sir. Have you been here before? No, I haven't. This is my first time. I see. Well, do you want to have just one argument, or were you thinking of taking a course? Well, what is the cost? Well, it's one pound for a five-minute argument, but only eight pounds for a course of ten. Well, I think it would be best if I perhaps started off with just the one and then see how it goes. Fine. Well, I'll see who's free at the moment. Uh, Mr. DeBakey's free, but he's a little bit conciliatory. Ah, yes. Try Mr. Barnard, room 12. Thank you. What do you want? Well, I was told outside that... Don't give me that, you snotty-faced heap of parrot droppings. What? Shut your festering gob, your tit. Your type really makes me puke, you vacuous, coffee-nosed, malodorous pervert. Look, I came here for an argument. I'm not going to just... Oh, oh, I'm sorry, but this is abuse. Oh, I see. Well, that explains... Oh, yes. You want room 12A, just along the corridor. Oh, thank you very much. Sorry. Not at all. (laughs) Thank you. Stupid git. Come in. Uh, Is this the right room for an argument? I've told you once. No, you haven't. Yes, I have. When? Just now. No, you didn't. I did. Didn't. Did. Didn't. I'm telling you, I did. You did not. Oh, I'm sorry, just one moment. Um, Is this a five-minute argument or the full half hour? Oh, just the uh, five minutes. Ah, thank you. 
Anyway, I did. You most certainly did not. Look, let's get this thing clear. I quite definitely told you. No, you did not. Yes, I did. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. You didn't. Did. Well, look, this isn't an argument. Yes, it is. No, it isn't. It's just contradiction. No, it isn't. It is. It is not. Look, you just contradicted me. I did not. Oh, you did. No, no, no. You did just then. Nonsense. Oh, look, this is futile. No, it isn't. I came here for a good argument. No, you didn't. No, you came here for an argument. Well, an argument isn't just contradiction. Can be? No, it can't. An argument is a connected series of statements intended to establish a proposition. No, it isn't. Yes, it is. It's not just contradiction. Look, if I argue with you, I must take up a contrary position. Yes, but that's not just saying, no, it isn't. Yes, it is. No, it isn't. Argument is an intellectual process. Contradiction is just the automatic gainsaying of any statement the other person makes. No, it isn't. Yes, it is. Not at all. No, no. Good morning. What? That's it. Good morning. I was just getting interested. Sorry, five minutes is up. That was never five minutes. I'm afraid it was. It wasn't. I'm sorry, but I'm not allowed to argue anymore. What? If you want me to go on arguing, you'll have to pay for another five minutes. Yes, but that was never five minutes just now. Oh, come on. <laughs> Look, this is ridiculous. I'm sorry, but I'm not allowed to argue unless you've paid. Oh, all right. Thank you. Well? Well, what? That wasn't really five minutes just now. I told you I'm not allowed to argue unless you've paid. I just paid. No, you didn't. I did. No, you didn't. Uh, look, I don't want to argue about well, that. Well, you didn't pay. Aha! Uh -huh. If I didn't pay, why are you arguing? I've got you. No, you haven't. Yes, I have. If you're arguing, I must have paid. Not necessarily. I could be arguing in my spare time. Oh, I've had enough of this. No, you haven't. <laughs> oh, shut up. I want to complain. You want to complain? Look at these shoes. I've only had them three weeks and the heels are worn right through. No, I want to complain. If about... you complain, nothing happens. You might as well not bother. Oh. And my back hurts and when are in a fine day and I'm sick and tired of this office. Hello, I want to... Oh! No, no, no. Hold your head like this. Then go, wow. Try it again. Whoa! Better, better, but wow, wow. Put your hand there. No. Now. Wow! Good, good, that's it. Stop hitting me. What? Stop hitting me. Stop hitting you? Yes. Why'd you come in here then? I wanted to complain. Oh, no, that's next door. It's being hit on the head lessons in here. What a stupid concept. All right, another comedy troupe we're fond of is the legendary Firesign Theater. Remember, Phil Proctor has spoken to us on many occasions in the past, and will hopefully do so again in the future. Let's, uh, let's air their bit titled Tips. Tips Hotline, this is Anthrax, <laughs> Ashcroft. Mr. Ashcroft, I'd like to report some suspicious activity. Are you a loyal American trucker, letter carrier, train conductor, ship captain, utility employee, or other? Sir, I'm a loyal American meter reader other out here on Crystal Meth Road in Elmertown, and I'm getting a big surge of power in a residence out here. Mm, good tip. If it's an indoor pot factory, we can take it out with a weed-seeking Rocky Max 2, but it could be men of the desert persuasion. Who? Arab son, pumping up the heat to simulate their homeland conditions. Look, Tipster, can you take somebody into custody or something? Uh, no, sir. I just read the numbers going around the little windows and... Oh, that's more than they'll let me do. Listen, this conversation is strictly Orange Alert Sub Rosa, and I'm not even talking to you, right? Anything you say. I didn't say anything. Right. Now get inside and see if they'll offer you one of those little cups of sweet coffee. Sir, I don't drink coffee. Then would you wave, please? Huh? Look up and wave. Okay. Say cheese. I'll Got it. Now you'd better leave the area, Tipster, so as not to incite any collateral damage. The Immigration Ranger Squat Squad is only minutes away. Sir, can, can I get a copy of my picture? Of course you can. It's all part of Operation Tips, your volunteer homeland terrorism information and prevention system. Train now to be the extra-legal eyes and ears that the feds need to get up close and personal with neighborhood terrorists. It's toll-free. 1-555-666-TIPS. 
Now, when yours truly was a UC Davis student listening to KDVS back in the um, Carter era, far and away my favorite thing on the radio was the National Lampoon Radio Hour. And I believe it aired locally on KDVS, but I wouldn't bet my life on it. One thing I am certain of, it wasn't an hour-long program. It was a half hour. But to see if you can't recognize some famous comedy voices in this bit, a classic titled The Immigrants. The Immigrants. Who are they? Where did they come from? Why did they come? From every direction and continent they came, answering Miss Liberty's call. Send me your tired, your poor, your huddled masses yearning to breathe free. She lifts her lamp beside the golden door, and from the teeming shores the wretched refuse came like hungry mosquitoes to the yellow porch light of freedom. This week on The Immigrants, The Hillbillies. And now your host, Gregory Puck. From every hillside in Europe, discontented hillbillies voice their dissatisfaction with living overseas. From Switzerland. Switzerland. The pants are too short. Yeah, and those frog skiers coming over the hills causing trouble. The cheese got holes in it. And hell, I'm a Baptist. I don't want to guard no Pope. Yeah, in America, they got cheese in aerosol cans. From France. I don't like it here in France. Everyone's so snotty. Yeah, I can't read the menus. And everything here is so expensive. In America, you don't have to dress up, and you can get Levi's real cheap. From Italy. I don't like it here in Italy. I'm tired of sharecropping grapes. Yeah, and losing our land to those big olive oil barons. Yeah, I got six little bambinas and a fat mama mia. And I can't hardly make it on the lira iron here. Yeah, and here you can't get no D-I-V-O-R-C-E. And so the great migration began. Throughout Europe, the roads were choked with hillbillies from every country. Howdy. Going west? Yep. Where you from? I'm from the Urals, out Russia way. The Urals? I got some kin up there. Do you know the Fedeyevich family? Yeah, Natasha Jean's a good friend of mine. She is? Well, she's my cousin. Well, where you headed out west? America. I hear the streets are paved with coal. Yep, it's true. And they got showers and real good telephone service, too. From such diverse seaports as Southampton, Rotterdam, and Marseille, they embarked on the arduous sea journey. That would cost some of them their lives, and many their lunch. Hey, strap that mattress to the side of the ship. All right, Paul. Grandma, you right up on top. On the top? Mm-hmm. In dark, dank, smelly steerage compartments, they huddled through the voyage, confiding in each other their pitiful hopes and dreams for the new land. Boy, I'm going to love it in America. I hear they got eggplants the size of your head. I'm going to pick me up a whole armload of eggplants and squash them all over my face. I'm going to hit myself in the head with big aubergines. 
Oh, yeah, I'm going to roll around in them. Eggplants the size of your head? Yep, and they got goiters as big as eggplants. Why, they got heads big as your goiter. And eggs the size of headplants. I'm going to get me a 56 Ford and put it up on blocks right on my front lawn. I'm going to get me a pickup truck and drive up and down the main street as long as I like. Yeah, and they got fine schools there, too. You can go right on up through the first grade. Not me. I'm just going to hang around bus stations spitting and picking my nose. Oh, and there's lots of old refrigerators for the kids to play in. Say, friend, you want to move that fuzzy duffel bag so I can sit down? That's no duffel bag. That's my daughter, Fuzzy Mae. But you can sit on her just the same. Hey! Knock off that west ring down there and keep rowing! Or I'll crack this whip till your neck's turn red! Redneck? What kind of cracker's that? The hazardous journey was made even worse by the choking dust storms that plagued them every nautical mile of the way. After two long days at sea, a sharp-eyed hillbilly lookout with bad teeth sighted land. But didn't think it was important enough to mention. Hey, we're sinking! What? Women and children first! We're sinking! Unstrap that mattress! What? Hand me that fuzzy duffel bag! Oh, we're sinking! And so as their ship slowly sank in New York Harbor, the happy hordes of homely, humble hillbillies hot-footed hillward. But first, a short stop at Ellis Island, where helpful immigration officials welcomed the new arrivals. Hey you, Slimeface, you're next. Oh, me? Yeah, race. Hillbilly. Country of origin. Italy. Name? Name's Michelangelo Bonarotti. Well, what kind of moniker is that for an American? From now on, you're M.C. Boone. Hey, you just stamped my hand. That's so if you go out, you can come back in again. Oh, I see. Next, name? Claude Debussy. Hey, Boone, wait. Huh? You got your duffel bag. Oh, come on, fuzzy mate. Debussy, you're Clyde Devins. Having completed processing, the friendships made on shipboard ended as they headed for their different destinations. Say, taxi! Where are you headed? Paris Island. I'm headed for Fort Leonard Wood. Fort Knox for me. I'm going to Lackland Air Force Base. Say, you mind if I strap my mattress to the side of the taxi? Grandma, you right up on top. On top? You coming, Lim? Nope, not me. I'm just going to hang around this here bus station, spitting and picking my nose. Well, if you're going to sit on that fuzzy duffel bag, don't be flicking boogers on it. We do note that comedy is hard. And making a quality comedy song might be the hardest of all. But one guy that was a master of it was Tom Lear. And although it seems impossible that anyone could construct a song based upon the periodic table of the elements, well, listen. Arsenic, aluminum, selenium, and hydrogen, and oxygen, and nitrogen, and rhenium, and nickel, neodymium, neptunium, germanium, and iron, americium, ruthenium, uranium, europium, zirconium, lutetium, vanadium, and lanthanum, and osmium, and astatine, and radium, and gold, protactinium, and indium, and gallium, and iodine, and thorium, and thulium, and thallium. There's yttrium, ytterbium, actinium, rubidium, aboran, gadolinium, niobium, iridium, and strontium, and silicon, and silver, and samarium, and bismuth, bromine, lithium, beryllium, and barium. Isn't that interesting? <laughs> I knew you would. I hope you're all taking notes because there's gonna be a short quiz next period. 
There's holmium and helium and hafnium and erbium and phosphorus and francium and fluorine and terbium and manganese and mercalium and lithium and magnesium, dysprosium and scandium and cerium and cesium and lead, praseodymium and platinum and plutonium, palladium, promethium, potassium, polonium and tantalum, tenesium, titanium, tellurium and cadmium and calcium and chromium and curium. There's sulfur, californium, and fermium, berkelium, and also mendelevium, einsteinium, nobelium, and arc, and kryptonium, radon, xenon, zinc, and rhodium, and chlorine, carbon, cobalt, copper, tungsten, tin, and sodium. These are the only ones of which the news has come to Harvard. And there may be many others, but they haven't been discovered. Now, finally, to close this segment, uh, we're going to combine a little bit of comedy with our bumper music. To our knowledge, the Beatles resisted all temptation to... Um, play their music with an orchestra or have an orchestra play it. But alas, the same cannot be said for the works of the Rolling Stones. Let us go out with a selection which we're pretty sure was not meant to be funny, but somehow makes us chuckle anyway. Anyway. 